podcast with Mo. What up? Welcome to a podcast with Mo. This is episode 96. On this episode, we're joined by Snappy, where we talk about our Patreon page, this baby killer girl, birth control, Nixon and the Hippies, books, video games, the Epstein thing, complimenting girls, strip clubs, Takashi 6 9 fantasy football, porn, Adderall, NBA 2K20, a little pot talk. Really, you know, we just got you covered. So thanks for checking us out. What up? We're joined by Snappy. Hello, hello. So, uh, how'd you enjoy the music episode? Man, I had a great time. I thought it went very, very well. I do too. I mean, we've list- I've listened to it uh, after you know I mixed it, and I was like, yeah, it's definitely one of the better ones. So I kind of I thought we all fed off each other. I thought it went pretty damn good. Well, basically, what fed it, in case anyone skipped it, is uh, Skinny was amused by you a lot. And then you were also amused by Skinny a lot. So y'all two fueled each other. Yes. And a lot of times what happens with like, I'll even say like Pow Wow is great on this podcast. He's great on the music ones. But even the last time he was on the music one, Skinny was so crazy that Pow Wow was like, what the fuck's going on? Um, whereas and you just kind of giggled a lot and it worked out. We also got like way fucking stoned. Yes. Um, so anyway. People go check that out. All the artists, because right now it hasn't been released when we're recording this, but the artists have listened to it, and they've all been like, yeah, this one's really good. So I've been trying to promote it and get the word out. Um, Anyway, if you skipped it, go back and listen to it. The music was really good, too. So anyway, overall, it was a good one. And you can go to patreon.com slash podcastmo, become a patron of the podcast. That would be awesome. Uh, some noted ones are Marshall, the Darmanisha Bear, who called in last week. I thought he did not bad. Uh, my mother, Hurricane Haynes, and then Pow Wow. Yeah, I listened uh, <clears throat> yesterday. Oh, to Marshall's? Yeah. Yeah, so we made top five last a long time. Like the whole, It was like the whole fucking episode, so that's kind of cool. I enjoyed that more than like cramming it in a 15 minutes. Right, because you know? I like really went into detail on the picks y'all made. Right, because we... Marshall is one of the only other people I know that like cares about not cares about it's not wrong word, but like I don't know, he like care I guess cared about T V shows where like in college a lot of people didn't. Like normally you wait till you're an adult, I guess, to get into it. I don't know. I know it's different now because Netflix changed the game, but when we were in college, people didn't give a fuck about T V shows like that. And I think we was a fucking playing fucking some game. I was playing WWE right. two thousand or See, WrestleMania two thousand. I just always had two screens. I was always that savvy. Well, so I'd have like a show on something and video games. Well, on you the have other. to be busy. I mean, that's just I'm weird. Um anyway, so yeah, that was good with Marshall. I'm glad we talked brought up our NCAA memories because that's my biggest memory tie with Marshall is the time period of us hitting gravity bongs and playing NCAA football on a PS two Many, many years into the PS3's life cycle. like Yeah, I mean, that wrestling game, was that, that was probably the best wrestling game on a console when it was on the N64. Yeah. Man, WrestleMania 2000. They have something that's like uh, on Xbox. I think it's on Xbox, too. But I know it's on PlayStation. It's called like Five Star Wrestling or Fire Star Wrestling. Something like that. I don't remember. But there is a modern one that they made that's like the old ones. And you can custom create everything. And the way they did that is so if you wanted to, you could go in and make Hulk Hogan. You can make all oh, your okay. old favorites. But they, their basic ones are like people, you know, just made up shit. Right. But you can go in and change it all. So 
I've thought about buying it. I've looked at it before. And I'm like, it looks just, it does look like the old ones and it looks fun. But, um, man, I really wish I remember what my first story was here, but I wrote this note a while ago. It says, Brooke Richardson's story where she killed a baby. So this is what I think I remember of it. Basically, I saw where some white girl killed her baby. Well, at least they found a fucking baby in her backyard. I don't know all the details, but it was a dead baby in her backyard. And it was Damn. hers. She was the mother of it. And then they didn't. They found her not guilty, like murdering this baby, and she's gonna go spend like a fucking year in prison on some something else of this, of uh, what is it like harming a dead body? There's like some other thing of like if you do some shit to a dead body, uh, you can't move a dead body. So she's getting a year in prison for that, but she's not getting convicted for anything else. And then it, the story that I was reading compared that to like five years ago. This one woman got you know, seven months in jail because of a library fee her son had at this public library. You know, you were like, and it was like a black woman, you know, and this is a white girl. So they were like, what the fuck, you know? And I don't know. It it was a crazy story. I don't know a lot about it. I'm sure someone out there has heard about this, but just on the surface and maybe again, I should have probably like really looked into this and eventually it'll be a Netflix documentary. I'm sure. Uh, but yeah, basically they found a fucking dead body in their backyard, and it was like slap Man, on the wrist. So many kids getting fucking neglected and killed lately. It's fucking sad. Yeah, I just think uh, I don't know. People should have less kids, but the people don't want us to have less. They want you to have more kids. You know, build up the population for whatever reason. Um, I don't know. I don't get it. I don't know what the answer is. Teen pregnancy, I think, is just going to keep going up, and who knows? You know, if they just brought Jesus back into schools. None of this would happen, man. Fucking abstinence, something shit. No, it's like the way they they te- they tell me I'm too old and got old values. My kids, right, or at least one of them tells me I got old values, but they're trying to fucking have sex at like thirteen and fourteen. Now you're going back to the twenties, thirties, forties, and fifties. They had sex and babies that young. It's true because they died. I like mean, 40s, so you yeah. want you saying I'm old, but yet you want to adopt that one. You want to adopt. Right. Well, the world's different. Now, um, I don't think Powell would mind me saying this on the podcast. Powell lost his virginity really young, like the ages you're mentioning, like 12, 13, right? And he's never told this to me, but I feel like he regrets it, right? Like it was a little too young. And I've always wondered about that. But then again, he's like, uh, fuck it. You know, it's the world we live in. So it's all like brand new. So I'm saying like it just happened. Like plenty of kids were having sex young throughout all history there's never been a time where that wasn't happening because guess what teenagers have hormones and they do stupid shit i waited till 17 me too so there you go maybe 16 i had a car i know i had a car because it was in a car hell it was damn near the end of my junior year yeah there you go i mean it doesn't really well, matter maybe what, beginning Fuck, it doesn't matter know. how you start <laughs> or finish it's somewhere in the middle that's <laughs> the glory spot um so anyway don't kill your baby if you have it um, I don't know the full story of this Brooke Richardson thing. I wish I did. I meant to. I wrote a note to look it up, and I forgot. Fucking, I think you should have to pass a mental health test to have a kid or something. Right, like, what would we do? Like, forcible, um, is it UIDs? Like, I always get the acronym wrong. Whenever they, you know, they can uh, put in the cervix or whatever. I don't know. I'm hey, not a fucking you- doctor. Anyway, do you, like, you forcibly do that so a woman cannot get pregnant? Or do you give every man a, a reversible vasectomy? As soon as they produce semen, and you're like, all right, we'll undo it whenever you've decided. Well, if it's reversible, that don't sound. Well, yeah, I mean, that's something. Either way, I mean, uh, one of the two of you before you enter in sexual honestly, encounters have to have. I think it. it's crazy that there's not a pill you can just take that makes you not have sperm in your semen. 
Am I getting that right? Am I getting I think sperm cells and semen comes out of yeah. your penis. So yeah. yeah. Like it seems like they'd have a way where like that just doesn't happen. It seems like they would have developed that a long time ago because I get it. The stereotype is like, well, guys don't care, they'll make women do it because we're all assholes. But Plus, me we got, personally we got beta blockers and everything else. When I was in college, if there was an option, my mom would have bought me that. Guaranteed, no questions asked. Mom's like, she'd be calling me, like, you better be fucking you're taking your birth control pills. And I'd be like, Yes, ma'am. Like I just think it is an option that people would do. Everyone acts like guys wouldn't do it. I think they would. Because um, I think a lot of guys are fearful of having babies. Yeah. I, I, I don't, a lot of them didn't want, want them. I mean, they, right. And then the first time, I'm um, sorry again, guys, the first time you ejaculate in a vagina, uh, you'll, I mean, sure, it happens or you'll do other stuff afterwards, but it's always going to be the peak, in my opinion. Maybe I'm wrong. So, uh, if a guy could do that by taking a pill safely, I think guys would be like, I got to take those fucking pills. Fuck yeah, they wouldn't miss one. Exactly. See, that's where I'm coming. Anyway, maybe they're already developing these, but I need to invest. invest well, in hell, I might have sex tonight. I'm taking a pill. Yeah. I, dude, I, there would be no questions asked. Dude. And then they would make combo pills where it was like the Viagra slash birth control pill. It'd be like a double whammy. Anyway. <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> uh... Other random thought. I just got a lot of random thoughts this week. See how it goes. Nixon, when he was tying pot smoking to communism back in the day, so like Nixon ran for president, and all the hippies weren't voting for Nixon, so he would come out and be like, well, they're all fucking communists, so that people would hate the hippies, right? And through some, I don't know uh, what the study was, if they actually looked at stats, or if it was just a thought uh, experiment, but it was like tying them to communism just made more people want to, be more sympathetic to communism and socialism. Because then the hippies were like, you're going to call us a communist. Well, what do they do? And then they're yeah. like, well, yeah, they have some good ideas. Like, and then they buy in, right? Because you're calling right. just how fucking humans are. And how like that somehow Nixon being against them kind of forced the hippie movement to go more socialist. And how that even may be affecting liberalism now. Because, you know, those are all grandparents right now. If their grandkids tell them about how awesome it was. And now those kids are like, Socialism can work, dude. It's hmm. probably exactly how it happened. I mean, it might work. I don't fucking know. I just read Ayn Rand's books and I enjoyed them. I've read two of them. I haven't read her masterpiece work because it's fucking like a thousand pages. And I'm sure I could read it because I've read a thousand page books before. But I look at it because I think I own it over on this bookcase. And I'm like, fuck, I don't know. But I've requested Koopy buy me two or three different books recently. Mm-hmm. And then after this third one, I was like, hey, don't buy any of those. Like, I never fucking read. I need to like get to where I can figure out how to squeeze gets, reading into she it. She gets you excited about books, and then you think about it. No, it wasn't her at all. Um, no. I don't want to read any of her fucking fr- princess fantasy shit. Um, I, I figured, though, maybe she's like, well, we'll read. Make, I was listening to Zach Lowe's sound fun or some podcast, shit. and he's a basketball writer. And he had this guy on who wrote a book called Boomtown and it, this guy's from New York, but he Boomtown's about Oklahoma city. And so whenever he wrote about, uh, the Oklahoma city thunder and like how they started. So he was doing like this history of how that all worked. And then the team basically told him he could only get interviews and do this stuff. If he also learned about Oklahoma in general. Right. And so when he, he has a wave where he tied this book together. It's like the history of Oklahoma and also the history of how the Oklahoma city thunder came to be. And so he's like fascinated by the state of Oklahoma. And I just thought it was fun to like 
it's common shit me and you know. Like right. he's talking to Zach Lowe. Both these guys are from New York. And he's like, did you know the state? They just kicked out the Indians and gave away their land and they had a land run. And Zach, Zach Lowe has a history degree, right? Who has this podcast. And he's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Or he's read the book, so he knows it now. But he goes, right. when I was reading it, I was like, how did I not learn this? But me and you are like, you have to take Oklahoma history in eighth grade or whatever it right. was. So it's like. I know that. Like, I know every county as well. Might be ninth. I don't know. Yeah, whatever. It, it's it is. a requirement, though. Yeah. yeah, and so I was just like, "Oh, that's so funny." And so I, I told Coop like, "I really want this book because apparently the guy's a really good writer, and it's the history of the Oklahoma City Thunder organization and Oklahoma." I was like, "I think that'd be a good that's one." Cool. And then another podcast I listened to. I heard an author talk, Malcolm Gladwell. I really like Malcolm Gladwell, and he was on Bill Simmons' podcast talking about his new book. And I thought it sounded like he wrote it the way you would write a podcast. Like, it's just random topics and shit, his book. And I was like, oh, that sounds fun. That would be interesting to read. And I told Kubi I wanted that one. So I was like, well, I guess I got to actually start reading. I have a couple books I haven't read on my bookcase. I'm going to try to figure out a time to read so I can then convince myself to spend money on other books. Right. That's where I'm at. And I, I don't you. plan on spending any money on video games Honestly, I'm checked out kind of at the moment of like what's coming out in the world because I don't have any good video game podcasts to listen to as much these days. Uh, I just haven't been listening listening to as many. I think Cyberpunk 2077 is going to come out this year, but it's like a first person shooter, and I fucking hate those. Me too. But that look, this game looks good. Like you'll watch trailer, like fuck, it looks so good. Just let me hit the button to sling out the third person, man. That's all I want. See, I don't even this. I just don't like shooters. Like shooting is just not my thing. Like Grand Theft Auto Four or Five, when I played it on PS4, I played it on first person because so I was like, this is fun. It's something new. Driving's harder. Riding a motorcycle is way more fun in first person, things like that. But I just... Uh, I can't drive where the shit... Like Call of Duty, for instance. I played Call of Duty like two or three games in a row back when like World of War, Modern Warfare 2 or 3, whichever one it was, right. like a long time ago. And I only played the online because I would try to play the single players. I'm like, I just don't care about this. And the only reason I played online is because my friends were like, we got to go online and play this. Like I never enjoyed it. So now that I'm, like, I'm an adult spending my, you know, trying to choose where to spend my money, I'm like, I don't know if I should really waste money on a genre that I just know I'm not really going to be a fan of. I played with my buddies a little bit, but they had been playing for a long time. It was right. like Black Ops 4 or whatever it yeah. was. I got my ass kicked. Hell, my son can even kick my ass at that game. Well, it's a very twitchy, fast-paced, lot of shit going. And you're supposed to, like, dial on and keep coming out. Yeah, know. right. It's fucking dumb. Um Pow Wow loves Call of Duty. That's why when we lived together, that's when I'd we'd buy two copies. And it was when Battlefield 3 came out. It came out a week before whatever Call of Duty was coming out. And I told Pow, I was like, hey, I just saw a video of this, and this looks way fucking better. Hell and yeah. then we got that. I'd never even thought about Call of Duty again. Cause it was like uh Battlefield I get nowadays is falling down in its uh appeal a little bit for whatever reason. Like, I think it like crashes a lot and stuff. But back then, I mean it was like way bigger maps. It was like 32 on 32, Damn. which just wasn't a thing you could do right on Call of Duty, right? Call of Duty was like eight versus eight or some shit. Right. And it was like, oh my God, and there were fucking, you flew fighter jets and tanks and like the maps were fucking ginormous and me and Pow would, because you'd have like say 16, if, it, if there was like a 16 on 16 match, you would have like four squads of four. So like me, Pow and two other randos would be in our squad and then we might all hop on some tanks and be a fucking tank unit just going around shooting. You know, I'd drive powers on the gun or whatever. 
And then you would get on the fighter jets, and they fucking flew like realistic shit. And oh, it was hell. like, oh my god, it was so much fun. Battlefield Three. That I, every time I see a Battlefield game on sale, I'm like, it could be fucking good just because of that one moment. But that's what took me off of Call of Duty. Was it was so good? I was like, oh man, that's like the best experience I've ever had on a shooter. I enjoyed it a lot. But now I don't, I don't. Fortnite's all there is in the multiplayer world. I think for now. Um. Oh, one thing I did want to bring up politics wise. I just don't want anyone to forget that the Jeffrey Epstein dude, because it seems like everyone's just forgot, right? So this Epstein guy was friends with Donald Trump and friends with the Clintons. Right. Not picking favorites. Friends with both those motherfuckers. He's in jail, known pedophile. He's going to testify on some shit. He commits suicide in his jail cell the day he gets taken off suicide watch while two guards fall asleep and the cameras malfunction at the exact time of that happening. And now it's just no one's talking about it anymore because media companies decide, you know, when the news goes away. And I think it's the most obvious shit of like, Conspiracy theorists will point at this for years and years to come. Like right. 20 years from now, people will be like, oh, yeah, but do you not hear about this crazy shit? Because it's so obviously bullshit, but no one really cares. And it's like everyone, I think, has this general understanding or idea or like we all agree to a conspiracy theory that old rich guys are taking advantage of like underage girls somewhere. Right. That's or what, boys. That's what it seems. seems to be. It seems to be that. uh and everyone seemed to agree on both sides of the parties. And then a guy gets caught. That apparently, a lot of the flags point to that scenario. And in any of these video with Trump, video with Clintons, and all of a sudden he dies in a pr- It's just crazy. And I don't want to get too hung up on it. I just noticed literally no one's talking about it anymore. I know. That's, uh, if Trump's side did it, that's one. If uh, Clinton's side did it, that's what, number 17? Well, we don't know what Trump's done, to be honest. I mean, I'm just saying, I mean, but but we do know that there's there's a there's no, a lot of Clinton shit for sure. Yes. Now, I will say, like a lot of people want to blame Clinton, like Anthony Bourdain on Clinton, but to me, I just blame Anthony Bourdain on the pedophile rich elite group. Now, maybe Clinton's are ton of that. I just because he was like doing some shit that was going to come out because like him. the last uh, few uh, Sex trafficking rings they busted that, you know, somewhere close to us, it's like government officials and shit have been involved. Right. It's been sick. Yeah. And if they don't want to make you overthrow the government, I don't know what will. It's all government officials, church member. Like, it's always yes, people. Yes, it, it was just like people that's not, come on. Right. You don't and I'm not bo- trying to pick on churches. Just lately, a lot of the stories you see of molestation or whatever, it's like so-and-so who drove the church bus home. And you're like, God damn it. Man, there was, I did not get into the comments. My wife told me about it on our Rants and Raves page here in Ada, Oklahoma. Right. A girl, a lady went off because some man told her daughter she was beautiful. I saw all these comments, so I'm very okay, aware well, of all this. I did not get the chance to read the comments, so I'm glad you did. I was just like, my wife said they was on both sides. I, I personally am on the woman's side in a way. Now... What the lady said was, I just, more or less, I don't remember the exact wording, of course, but paraphrasing, was more or less like, I want to let all the young girls know that, or maybe let the guys know that whenever you tell a young girl, some that are underage, that they're beautiful, 
that that's creepy and girls, you don't have to say thank you or whatever. Right. And I agree. I think it's weird as fuck. And I would never, ever in a million years tell an underage girl, you look beautiful. I would never do that. No, like maybe, you know, like three or four, Hey cutie pie or some shit like that. You know, but maybe real little, you're trying to be fun, whatever. But when it's like 12, 13, 14 and you're like a weird, I stay away from that. Guy, and there are some country weirdo fucking guys that would do that shit. And maybe I'm country. There's just weirdo people that would. So this lady was basically just saying that. And then people got all on a tissy of like, you should take a compliment when a man gives you a compliment. That's what a proper lady will do. And right, and the comments get crazy. Where, And it was honestly mostly guys upset, which I think showed a lot, that all those guys probably do this shit. You know, I, and I'm not a girl, but I guarantee you most girls I would talk to would be like, oh, 100% an old man's fucking done some creepy shit. I know, right. like, I can't tell Koopy's story. Koopy has some crazy stories of fucking weird pervy old men where I'm like, oh, they're all fucking crazy out there. So I get how men get bad raps. But yes, that was a big heated issue. This I mean, there were like, I don't know how many comments were on that shit. And then weird. someone deleted it, and then she deleted it, and then she responded, I deleted it because people are idiots, and I'm going to still keep being for women or some shit. I don't know. It was it was a whole fucking drama villain. So anyway, if you're out there, yeah. make sure you're on your Facebook's local rant hey, rate page. Okay, unless the woman is yours, don't be telling people they're pretty. Right, even, or beautiful. No compliments, no nothing anymore. You just you could say hi and bye. Even if it was maybe like not the Me Too movement. And again, this is just my personality. I would never tell another woman like that I saw in public, like, hey, you look you're looking pretty or whatever. When I have a wife, I just wouldn't do that. Like that's crazy to me. That's a crazy idea. I but have to be three sheets to the wind or something. <laughs> I don't know. It, it fucking blows my mind. It's more I think about it. I'm like, but then I'm just not like that. And so, I mean, you got to think, what was the age of this man? Did and Was he like 70s, 80s? Because then people, they grew up that way. That's true. You know, they don't see no age. They just see a cute little girl and go, oh, you're pretty, trying to make their day. Right. But I remember, so when I was like 18, me and my friends all loved going to the strip club, right? So we would drive a lot in Oklahoma and we'd go to the Dragon because the Dragon was our favorite place because it was a little more wild, a little crazier than the other places and so basically anytime anyone turned 18 we're like we're going taking them there and so you would go and get you know waste your money on the lap dances or whatever and you would always see like the old guys come in and just be fucking wasting the money right and you could tell they probably had a good job but they just needed some girl to put her ass on his leg or whatever you know <laughs> i don't know and it was always like i always would think like you should be embarrassed not that i should because i was like i'm 18 and these right. girls are my age. And this makes sense. But you, old man, should be embarrassed of this. Now, I don't know if that's accurate or not. I think I've only been to four total. Maybe. That's probably what I've been to. I've been to them a, a few and different four times. four is on the plus side of things. Right. There's not a whole lot here. Uh, in Texas, I mean, I have went down there. It's just... When I was in high school, like so the place we went, we went to because the music was loud. And every other place where like the music was kind of tame, and it was like, ooh, and here comes Cherry coming to the stage. But the place we like to go to was there's fat dude looks like a fat Tommy Chong. He's like, whoa, look out, Cherry to the stage. And we're like, oh, this is the place to be at, right? So we had a uh, retreat with the the Pike uh, presidential cabinet, right. I guess you, if you will. 
Um, we went to Earlsboro, stayed at that little cheap hotel, and went in right on the other side of it is a strip club. It was called the Queen of Hearts. Right. You go in there, and there's this old fucking biker redneck dude. Hey, y'all want to buy a shirt? They don't shrink or stretch. Been wearing my fucking pot belly, you know, <laughs> fucking stretched out like a motherfucker, you know. I was like, nah, we're good. And we go sit on Pervert Row, and these was, these was not attractive women. Right. At all. So like, that was just one of them. And, like, if you got caught not drinking your beer and with your beer uncovered and someone put a dollar on it, you had to go stand at the stage and you didn't really want to with these girls. Right. I can see that. See, I saw a lot of fun shit in Lydon. Like, I mean, you would see the girls are, like, really good and they're, like, fucking spider climbing up on the fucking rafters around the shit. And you're like, why are y'all getting so crazy? And they're like, and they're like trying to show off how athletic and gymnastic ish they are and i'm like literally no guy here gives a fuck about that they just want you to show your tits and you're over here like oh i'm gonna hang by one leg while touching my toe to whatever clapping their big ass clank heels right it's <laughs> <laughs> like god damn it so the one the one in paris texas uh baby dolls that was mm-hmm. that was a good i've heard place. a lot about that place actually that was a good um, place <laughs> i have a couple when chad turned 18 he was here in Ada, and Ada happened to have a strip club for that month, right, until someone burned it down. I honestly could say I did not attend the local strip club. <laughs> it was called Cocktails and Dreams, <laughs> if I remember correctly. And, fuck, it was, like, out going out of town, fucking out in the middle of fucking nowhere. So we go out there. I remember Vandevere was there. Um, and it's a few other people. The ba- they didn't have a license to sell alcohol, so it was, like, $20 to get in, and if you're a 21, you could have all the beer you wanted. And they just had a fucking trough. Huh. And so it was like, okay. And they didn't really card anyone, so it went all well. So Shad goes there for his 18th birthday. We buy him a lab dance with some girl. Uh, I can't, I don't want to say her name. I remember her name because we <laughs> called her blank. Uh, then like an STD we thought she had, and then her last name. Uh, so that was her nickname. I don't know if she had it or not at the time. But anyway, like, she just worked at Hastings. And then she also worked at the strip club. And so, like, you recognized her. And honestly, I'm off the top to judge strippers. I do think there's a certain top uh, that you should make money. If your body's that good and people pay you for it, you know, make your money. Do what you right. do. I'm not going to judge you. I really don't. But these girls just shouldn't have been strippers, right? Like, not one of them was, like, actually made for it in a classical way. Right, right, maybe for like a fetishized way in some sort. I mean, they were like eighty. One of them was like eighty-five pounds. Uh, went and bought herself a set of fake tits, but they still didn't put no weight on you. Right, you you still look like a fourteen-year-old. No, thank you. So anyway, we had fun there uh, that night, and then I remember going with Skinny the night he learned he was going to be a dad. Um, we were on his sneak night in Norman. Damn. And after we all got done, they all went to some bar in Norman or out with the Pikes, and we were right down the road from Sugars, which is like uh, this back alley strip club in the middle of Norman that is not good. Just not. Like, it is not a nice strip club. I really expected more. And we go in there, and it was me, Skinny, and John Mark. It's the only time I've really hung out with John Mark, who is a fraternity brother of ours. And we just fucking got a pitcher of beer and watched fucking strippers. And this girl came out with a pig mask on and chains Real big tits. You know, she was a thick girl. Yeah. You know, she wasn't skinny or whatever. Um, to some fucking like slipknot shit. You know, that's on my top of music. But she was like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> and hell. she fucking got down and skinny just enjoyed it. 
he went up, started fucking throwing money, you know, just fucking loved this pig face girl with the chains. Uh, it was a really fun time, right? So we watched like a lot of uh, like not good strippers, but they at least tried really hard, way better than the Ada one. Right. And we had a good time. We went to leave. The cops were waiting outside the strip club. They pulled every single person except me, Skinny, and John Mark to the side when leaving. They go, no, y'all are good. Huh. And we kept walking. They pulled everyone else to the they side. They already y'all's plates and realized you wasn't. Yeah, I don't know. I have no idea. Because we were parked fucking wherever. Like, they're little, you know, the way Norman, it was like College Corner or whatever. Yeah. That shit. Um, anyway, so then we walked back down the bar. And we're like, yeah, hey, y'all ready to go? And they were like, oh, yeah, we have to go back to fucking Ada. It's 2 in the morning. We're like, all right. Huh. So that's how that shit went. But those are my probably favorite strip club memories. And they weren't even, like, attractive ladies. Right. Hell yeah. But it's more about the time and the fun you have with friends. Yeah, the one I think I told the one about baby dolls before. Right. And then also just uh in case you haven't been or you're about to turn eighteen or some shit, if you take your friend that's a girl to a strip club, I've seen more tits of girls that are just in the strip club than the strippers. Because what happens for whatever reason is girls go to the strip club and they're like, I want to put a dollar on perverts row. And then the girl, the stripper will come up and like just rip their shirt up. Hell yeah. And they start like licking their tits and shit. And you're like, well, no one does that to me. Well, I'll put my dollar up there, but some I've just noticed. So, huh. Uh, one time my friend Jonathan uh, bought some cocaine off of a stripper. Uh, at a place in Lawton, and that was exciting because we were fucking 18 in high school. Oh, wow. And she was like, what you want? <laughs> he was like, oh, uh, I need. He was a yayo? Yeah. And, well, her name you was. You said that white girl? Her name was Coco. And he goes, Coco, is that because you got cocaine? <laughs> and she goes, well, what do you want? And he goes, uh. <laughs> and then he told her, you know, whatever he yeah. bought. And then we bought it right there in the fucking parking lot. And I was like, God damn it. Damn. That was the shit I was getting into in high school, but didn't want to tell anybody because I was like, I'm a National Honor Society. Hell yeah. But they eventually kicked me out of that shit too. So anyway, someday maybe I'll share that story. All right. So if you have any questions, suggestions, or corrections, please email us at a podcast with Mo. That is a p o d c a s t w i t h m o at gmail.com. Perfect. Boom. Oh, one thing I want to get out there. So I don't really know shit about Takashi Six Nine. He's a rapper, right, with rainbow colored hair. He uh, got arrested for some shit, and he has Six Nine tattooed all over his body. That's literally all I know. I've never listened to one of his songs. Uh, I don't know if he's good or not. But he like went to court today and snitched on a bunch of people. Like they were. I seen that this. they was taking him to snitching, but they didn't use the word snitching. Right, and so I just seen a lot of people say snitch, and like other people are snitches. And in this case, he really is a snitch because a snitch to me is when someone is a criminal or they're involved. Right, and then they tell on other people to lessen their. That's a snitch to me. Now a snitch isn't like you fucking got coke from the stripper, and then the lady across the street who you woke up coming home, you know, calls and rats you out. Like, that woman isn't involved. She's on a snitch. Right. She's, like, annoyed at you. Like, she's a normal citizen. So a lot of people just think snitches are, like, anyone who calls the cops. And I just, I don't think that's quite accurate. Not saying I would. I don't normally call the cops. I mean, I'll, right. she would have to get pretty fucking hectic around here for me to be like, hey, uh, can you all come and do some I shit? But uh, I got a medical card now, though. 
world's a different place. Um, anyway, it just, is. just my thought today about seeing all the snitch talk. Uh, how are you feeling about your fantasy football team? Man, it's doing. I'm squeezing by. Yeah, you're like two and zero. Um, I don't think your team looks that good, but you're two and zero, so it's. I'm two and zero, but I mean, I'm not up there with the big scores. But I seem to play the my opponent's matchups. Have been, right. My matchups. Mine's have been opposite. Key. My team looks awesome, and I lose every week. Fucking Lamar so Jackson. He's fucking been a beast. Yeah, Lamar when, Jackson's definitely. And then when Tom Brady's your other, you know. Well, I, I don't know if I got Lamar in that league. Fuck, I don't even know. I got four leagues. Yeah, I think next year I'm going to just have to go down the one league and uh, really focus on it, you know, on the podcast league so I can try to win again. Yeah, I went 4-0 and last week, though. Week four, I went 3-1, and so I'm yeah, doing all good. right. I seen uh, y'all talking about the projections in the Discord and how off they were. Right. Well, I just don't know how I'm ranked third is and the projection for final projection. I'm 0-2. Maybe on paper your fucking team looks like a beast. It does. It looks pretty good. Got a trade that went through today, actually. I need to fucking check on. Um, I just wanted Gardner Minshew, so Chris Chick, I know you don't listen, but in case this is the one time you do, thanks for letting me get fucking Gardner Minshew. As I just want... We were trading bench players, and he kept being like, I don't want that bench player. I want this. Or like his negotiation, right? And I'm like, both of us are trading guys that haven't fucking played at all on either one of our teams one week. Like, just let me have the guy I want to cheer for. I got Brady and Rodgers. Rodgers ain't been doing great though. Right, eventually so I've got Lamar in like two of my other leagues, so he's been a fucking beast. Right, I think he'll bounce back though eventually. Peterson's starting to get more carries finally. Eckler's been the fucking uh, uh, shine of my draft so far. Right, the backup running back I picked up. I have him in your in the league I'm in of yours. Yeah, and he's def. I mean, he's the number one running back in the league right now. Um, so definitely helps. My receivers are just about average. I've just had good matchups so far. I mean, my guys have been playing teams like Miami right. and, you know, Washington and, you know, Giants. I mean, Jets, you know, like that. Yeah. Uh, so, but I don't think I'm going to win anything in this league. I mean, I'm just squeezing by because I'm looking at the scoreboard and I'm like 40 points under several teams. I've scored 50 points less than my projection every week. And I'm like, well, fuck yeah, you, ESPN projection. But that first week, you got unlucky because you scored way more. You scored more yeah. points than ha- most people. Three quarters think, of the league. Yeah, I think there's a couple people that would have beat me. But yeah, now it's some bullshit. And same in your it's league. All, yeah, it's all about matchups. It's true. Uh, just gotta get lucky, basically. Is what all there is to it. I will say, I don't know who's gonna be on the podcast this week. The original plan, Power was coming down, and he was gonna do it, and then he didn't come down. And then I was going to get Dijon to do it, but Dijon's going to the Dallas Cowboy game this weekend, so he can't do it. So that's where I'm at. We'll figure it out. I'll figure out, find someone eventually, but um, maybe Dijon works at a dispensary, so I thought we could at least ask him about what that's like. You Hell know, yeah. Some shit. But, uh, Did you see where the uh, Bang Brothers uh, porn site put in a bid on uh, the Miami Heat Arena? Yep. I did. I think they said they probably won't, but but they put a ten million dollar bid in. So if it's more money than someone else is offering, I don't see how you can legally not take it for your stockholders. People do it all the time. I mean, because it would be the Bang Brothers (laughs) Arena. They said they call it the BBC Arena. Hell yeah, the big for BangBrothers dot com Arena. Right. Uh, So they don't have to say Bang Bros. They can say BBC Arena. That's like their. Who cares? (laughs) Porn's a thing. Right. It makes more money than most things. 
Yeah, so. and fucking people's legal. They're not backdoor trafficking. I mean, they're all out in public. You know, well, uh. right. And from what I understand, I need to look at this because this would be a decent podcast topic. But I remember reading something of the guy who started Pornhub isn't like a big. I'm sure he's pervy as the next guy, you know. But he's not like some like porn aficionado. He was just trying to. He was a programmer, but being like, well, shouldn't there be like a YouTube for porn? Right. And that was like that was the goal. And then it became so popular and got so much money that he just started buying porn companies. So, like, then he just owns these other porn companies. Not all of them, of course, but a lot of them. So that, like, he's not going to sue himself for posting them. Right. So, like, they make money on the distribution end, and then they pirate their own movies to Pornhub. Guys go there. They get ads, you know, for that. Uh, So this dude's killing it. But this one guy's changed the way porn is, and apparently no one's making money anymore. And then there's a whole other side of it of the like live webcam girl shit. Uh, Don't know anything about that. So like there's websites you like buy credits and then you watch girls masturbate basically and you can like give them tokens and shit. I don't don't quite get all. It was on Workaholics. There was an episode of Workaholics where they fall in love with a girl in the cam world. And then anytime you hear about it, that's like the industry. They're like, what slave labor? Because these girls are getting paid. Some, I think, can make like a lot of money if they're very attractive uh, and, you know, get their audience. But it's a whole fucking world. You know, wow. it's it's basically like I'm trying to be a rapper and huh. make beats. They're like, well, I'm trying to be a fucking... They're trying to be a porn star? Right. And fucking more power to you. I'm not going to judge you if someone's going to give you money for it and shit. Um, like uh, the show Euphoria I was talking about, one of the girls on there be- does that. That's like a whole storyline of hers. And then guys start giving her hundreds and hundreds of dollars. And she's like, "Fuck yeah!" And if I was that was me, if a guy wanted to give me hundreds of dollars to watch me on a webcam, I think you'd have to go for it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I hear you, but I, <laughs> <laughs> times are tough. Times are tough these days. They are, but I, I, I haven't retreated to that. Yeah. Well, you just learned about it. Let's uh, marinate for a little bit. No, uh, I think I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> um. Hmm. Only other real thing I have. Is and it's something that's half offensive, but every time I read about like autism and like here's signs of how you know someone has autism, I'm always like, fuck, I have that. And I don't think I'm like real autistic, and I know that's offensive because it's like a fucking scale. I think I'm probably barely on the scale, but not being able to look into people's eyes or making being uncomfortable about it is like one of the top things and i do a lot of hand fidgety shit which i guess that's apparently a thing and then like having these anger burst moments but then being calm is like a whole thing i'm like god damn it so i was reading this whole article the other day and i was like maybe i just had a little autism but it was back before people fucking i mean not that people didn't care if i was like fucking severe i'm sure people would have noticed right um but i think back in the day if you were just a little of something similar traits you're pretty right so yeah, but if you was a kid nowadays, you could get a diagnosis. That's a new thing in school. Yeah, and I'd fucking be on so much meth. I mean, uh, <laughs> Adderall, same yeah. thing. I, I remember taking Adderall in college to do uh, call it like an art project or how to get done, and I was like, holy shit! They give this to people like <laughs> they give this to people in the store. Like Makes the kids blows my mind. Wow. Uh, I mean, it fucked me up, and I was not uh, new to drugs, you know. Right. And I was like, "Holy oh, fuck!" And then all the people I got it from, I was like, "You take this?" Because I got it from someone who wasn't like a right. big drug user. Like, yeah, and I was like, "Shit!" And we give it to Powell, and Powell make was you like, wired. 
Oh, yeah. Like, I'd say all night. I've done, like, all my dishes, cleaned my house before I even started my <laughs> art project. <laughs> and I was like, uh, yeah. And then I finished it. And then I got to class the next day, so I set up all night doing it. And it was this, uh, so if you're in, I have an art minor. No, it's like, I didn't, so I did a lot of art classes, but I do, like, 22 hour, whatever it is. Right. Um, and so I had to get this really expensive piece of paper that was, like, made in France or some shit. And it was, like, $40 for, like, one piece of paper about the size of this table. I mean, it's a big piece of paper, right. but $40 is a lot of fucking money for one of those things, Hell right? Yeah. And it felt like cloth. Like, it was, like, woven or some shit. So it was really nice. But I stay up all night, got to do all this fucking shit, and then we get to fucking class, and he goes, all right, rip it in half. I went, what? And fuck, no, I'm not ripping <laughs> shit in half. And we did. We had to rip it in half um, and then make it into a book. And do all this dumb shit to it. It was in a design class. And on that project, I made Pow Wow do beadwork for a book um, spine. Yeah. And then I got to class and told everyone I did it. And then I got voted for the best one in class off of the beadwork. And I was like, (laughs) yes. So good job, Pow Wow. Yeah. Pow Wow always coming through in the clutch. Uh, I'm playing a lot of NBA 2K20. So that's another thing happening. I heard that. I took a mute. Took this week off for music. I just haven't made any. Uh, I've sent some shit out to people, but I just haven't opened up the program. And I was like, you know what? Uh, I'm sure I will this weekend. But during the week, I was like, I'm just so not you got going your to. Got your guy built up. So I'm up to like an 84, 85, something like that. Uh, I'm getting a little better. I. It's all weird because you got to choose your build beforehand, right? And then they're like, that's your archetype. Then you're just filling that out. And I'm like, man, maybe I should have made my guy a little more on the driving to the hole than the ball handling because right. I don't really fuck around with the ball handling, but I can get it really high. So I guess I need to learn how to do the whole – like some people play and they'll just fucking dribble for fucking 20 seconds and then make their guy fall over and then they can get an easy basket. I just don't do that. I'm like I shoot it or I drive the hole. That's fucking – I basically play like James Harden. And, I get the ball, I'm going to score. Right. Or uh, I'll go in if they stop me. Kick it out. I'll like, right. So uh, I'm on the Thunder, of course, and we have Gallinari. And a lot of times, like, they'll come to double me, and it's Gallinari's guy, so I dump it off to him when he's a good scorer so I can get some assists that way. Hell yeah. But this is what the team has decided to do for any Oklahoma City Thunder fans out there in my game. It's very unrealistic. But start off, they traded Steven Adams for Jordan Clarkson. I don't even know who that is. He's a shooting guard for the Cavs, and that's it. I'm, there might have been something else in there I didn't notice. For Steven Adams. For Steven Adams. No. And maybe like some other ramp. Maybe there was a pick. We better get you, a Baca back we send it him. Because I can't see the actual deal. I can just see the roster. So they might have got a pick in there, right? I don't know. Um, so you get Jordan Clarkson. I was like, okay, weird move because my dude's a shooting guard. And I was like, and Jordan Clarkson's a shooting guard. So it's weird they traded Steven Adams for a guy that plays my position. Right. And uh, so I was like, all right, whatever. And then keep playing. Eventually, they traded Chris Paul to the Spurs for DeMar DeRozan and, fuck, someone else on the Spurs. But it was, like, a real good deal. Like, definitely helped our team out because we had Schroeder and Shea Gilders, Alexander, and Chris Paul, three fucking point guards that could all start. And that's how the fucking Thunder are in real life when the season starts. So uh, that was a good move. Um, We ain't got rid of Paul yet. I thought he didn't want to be there. Uh, no, no, he's still on the Thunder at the moment. Oh, okay. So the idea is he'll play a month, show he's still really good, and then we'll trade him. He's usually good in the off in the uh, regular season. Yeah. 
he has good strides, and then towards the end of the season playoffs, he gets hurt. I mean, that's I that's Chris the, Paul's uh, history. A lot of people are thinking Miami and or or not or uh, or uh, or not and I guess what I'm going to say the Timberwolves. Some people are like the Timberwolves might be a death if they like come out of the gate looking good, you know, and like they need a point guard to go yeah. on a championship run or something. So we'll see. It's going to be weird. So anyway, the Thunder team on my game fucking sucks ass. So I don't get many assists because no one fucking scores. DeMar DeRozan's, he's new to the team, so I'm getting some assists off him or whatever. But I used to just thrive off throwing it to Steven Adams for the easy two points. Oh, we traded Norland's Noel and Chris Paul both to the Spurs for DeMar DeRozan and fuck someone else that, oh, Patty Mills. So two guards. So what are you doing for a big man? We don't have any. We got fucking Patton, this fucking third year fucking West Coast center that I've never fucking heard of. So we have no big men to go down to. They normally they play Gallinari at the five in late games. He's a fucking three. So it's like uh, that's when our team's the best when we do that. But anyway, NBA two K's fucking up my team management. I really do wish there was a way you could influence it a little bit of like, hey, I should be able to nudge them and push them in the right direction because they're gonna fuck up. Right. So anyway, that's my only complaint. Besides that, the game's been really fun. Um my dude, you know, gets a lot of three pointers. That's my goal at the moment. I should have probably went straight Steph Curry and just went all three pointers. But the thing is you can't you like even if you wanted to, you couldn't make a guy as good as Steph Curry at being like good at threes and dribbling. Right. Right. Like you can't do both as good as him the way they give the arc top. So that's also kind of weird. But my favorite thing about it, and I haven't mentioned it, is so I used to complain on the old ones. It's like all this open world. Like you go into the My Career mode, and all of a sudden you're fucking online, and there's all these other people running around. Mm -hmm. Now you can do that, but it doesn't default. When you first load in, it's just a menu, like old school style. Okay, It's like schedule, go play your next game. You can prepare yourself, shit. You know, whatever. And then if you want to, you can go to Go To Neighborhood, and then you go to the gym. Used to. You had to do uh, three workouts at the gym before every game to get, like, your full stamina bonus. That's no longer a thing, which is awesome because that shit was annoying. It just took a lot of time between games. Now it's once a week, like in real life. Like, once every seven days in real life, you go and do one training in each of the five things, and that's your bonus for the rest of the week. And if you get it perfect in all of them, you got like a super bonus, but I always fuck up on the last one, and I get fucking pissed and almost break my controller. And I'm like, <laughs> I want the super bonus. You almost had it. I know. So, anyway. You'll get it at least I, once. I'm enjoying NBA 2K20. I really wish other people in the world were on PlayStation 4. It would add me at 8 of the Mo, and we could play it. So, anyway. I need to get good on online. This is my new goal. We'll see if it ever happens. Man, my plants are looking good. Oh, yeah. You've been posting some pictures on our Discord, so if anyone wants, anyone else is growing pot out there and you want to share, um, we got a thriving little pot-growing community on I'm our Discord. I'm not as good as Powwow, but this is my first grow, and I, it took me a little longer because I made several fuck-ups. Right. Well, Powwow also has, like, a shed and a building and shit now. Yeah, well, stuff. I had them out in my garage, which blowing that air, inside air conditioner because the garage had no circulation. It was about 130 degrees in there. Right. At some, sometimes. Yeah. But in a tent, it wasn't, but it still kind of was wilting the leaves and fucking had two or three males, a hermy, you know, right. overwatered, I mean, just about just about done it all. Hey, but that's had, how you learn. But I had two that just a granddaddy purple and a pineapple hash train. They're finishing up week seven today. So, I mean, usually it's typical eight weeks of flower, but you just kind of judge by the buds. 
Right. So. Well, yeah. Uh, I'm excited for him to be done. I'm sure. Pineapple looks good. Might have to try him on a music episode whenever we have the next one. At the moment, it looks like. You'll definitely get to try it. We have like seven songs, it looks like, for the next one. So eventually we'll do another music episode whenever that happens. Um, oh, at the end of this episode, which might be now, I don't know how far we've gone. Yeah, we're pretty far. Yeah. Um, you got anything else you can bring up? No, man. Uh, just been life, man. I feel you. It's been fucking... Actually, I got out of the house an extra time last week for the music podcast. Yeah, so there you go. And it was a fairly fun time, I'm sure. Uh, uh, or seemed to, anyway. I'm on a current uh, corporate. I had two plants and their machines broke so we got to work three weeks of overtime so i'm on a 12 day stretch right now oh damn yeah well oh well i hope it makes some money well i need the money right so that always does help it's just after that foot surgery i'm just not as durable as i once was right that shit wears me out fucking standing on my feet on concrete all day right dude to me my least favorite thing to do and i've done it uh twice this week and I know it sounds dramatic, but it's the only time I'm like, fuck this job. I'm just going to quit this job. But it's not even that big of a deal. But getting in the fucking ceiling and like running cords in the ceiling because they got all this old insulation. The school that I was in today for it's like 100 fucking years old. And they got all this old shitty ass, that pink insulation shit. But it it's just like, like electrician's job. It's like three layers stacked. It's like someone just kept stacking shit. So it's like you can't even do anything. And I get that shit all in my hair and I get oh, the fucking... Hell. Uh, dusty, chalky shit all over my clothes, and I wear like a fucking polo to fucking work. So I just get fucking annoyed, and my hair is like catches fucking everything. And you're probably itching, and I'm just like, I fucking hate this place. And it's all because they're like, oh, I want a TV. Let's run a long fifty foot HDMI cord across this room. And I'm like, just put the TV right here. Why is it across the room? Man, I want to do that with our cable at the house because whoever's the cable was already hooked up. When I moved in. Right. And, but it's been in the same place. The, the modem and router are over in the back of my kitchen. And everything, everybody that uses the internet is on the opposite side of the house. Do you have cable coming back. in anywhere else? No. Uh, like not by your TV or anything? Well, yeah, I got one coming by my TV. Oh, you could put a, if it's a coax cable, you can put a splitter on that and then just run your modem there. Oh. Because uh, coax cables, that it doesn't lose anything by splitting it, or whatever. Right. So uh, I tried to talk her into getting a splitter, and she didn't. I think so. it might have on this box by your feet. We'll look right. in a second. Because um, I used to do a lot of coax cable. I don't really have any. If coax we get one in the living anymore. room, it'd be past the microwave. That caused us an issue. We had to switch to a different channel. Right. See, our modem's in this middle bedroom, and it's fucking annoying as fuck because we have an old house, and like I just got shit internet. It's not shit like. I get internet. It's just like five megabytes a second or whatever, where it's like if I plug it in hardline, it's like 300 megabytes. And you're like, God damn, there's that much of a difference. And on a good day, like if I'm right by the router, I'll get like 15 megabytes over the Wi-Fi. But normally yeah, the Wi-Fi place, sucks. Man. And the place in the houses, it's just not good. Um, and maybe I just need a better router. Maybe got, that's what it we is. We got the best or one. The best one I got, but we ought to just save up and buy us a good one. But you have to buy specific ones that work with Cable One I or see. Sparklot. Right. So anyway, it's not a bad thing. But now what I've done is I have a hard line in there, and I'm split Koopy's bookcases, plug in my PlayStation, and then the hardware, so I can download updates and games and shit right. to make them go faster. But that's been a new development. But, yeah, I've been a place to put that in the living room. Everybody get better shit. 
Right. And you could also probably hard launch your Xbox or TV or whatever y'all watch shit on it. That would be faster. So, because you go with hardwire as opposed to Wi Fi. Right. So, I wish I could do that. I wish, honestly, I just had a second one. I wish I could keep that one, but then have a second one in my living room or something. But right. I think that's extra money. I'm not yeah. going to do that. Um, but all right, man. I'm going to get out of here. I'm going to play the song that I just had come out on Spotify and Apple Music and all that shit. It's called Invasion Flow. Hell and, yeah. Um, anyway, in case you missed the music episode, this will play at the end of that one as well. And if you don't like my rap music, then don't listen to it and just turn off the shit right here. All right, peace. Peace. Yeah. Hey, the mo, bitch. <laughs> yeah. To Oklahoma. I taught myself the game and now they all want to test me. Tell them bring a sponge to town because it's going to get messy. All these new rappers, man, they fucking depress me. Just mumble through dictionaries. They always sound like they guess and I'm like, whoa. Talk a lot of shit, but dude, who's done that I know. Get a big ego when I've been puffing load. Another boat when you see me coming. Tell my girl go when she see the semen coming. I ain't running, never have. Stay too chummy. Rap powers in my tummy. Find the pussy too yummy. Yeah, I do what I did it. But they don't admit it. I've been spitting facts and rap since these cats were kids. Man, who is you kidding? I'm bone ripping. Watching television. Better be smoking. Kick your ass out if it's different. Fuck y'all opinion. I do not need to do middle fingers. Throw up. Yeah, like I am bulimic. Dude, I'm beasting. On the beat feasting. Eyes barely seeing. They redder than a demon. Yeah, I ain't never felt better. Can't stop, won't stop. Man, I do this shit forever, yeah. If I had to keep it real, I'm a weekend rapper. But I still kill this shit, it don't seem to matter. If I go in the cypher, I swear to God, you don't go after. Cause somebody call a pastor. I'ma kill this beat and I'ma kill the pastor after. Shit, I'm so crazy. But dude, I'm so high. Since, like yesterday, I think lost my way. Dude, I lost my mind. Didn't lose the shine. Didn't lose the rhymes. I'm writing these lines of the day that I die. Why? Shit, I don't know, I stand by my bars like I'm doing time They staring at scars, I swear I'm too fine Cool guy, eyes red under blue skies Till I'm dead, stay high, I don't wanna think why Get lost in my brain chasing thoughts Get tied up, lacing up knots When they sleeping on me, get them cots If you got feeling me, get some bite Gotta be smoking when you listen to motion Got the good with the odor, put you in a coma Rolling the joints when I got the diploma Yeah, it is time, for Oklahoma, Oklahoma Look at the time Think someone took off the muzzle You know what it is when that bone bubble bubble You don't want the trouble This is me when I 